Weather outside is frightful. The Hyundai Santa Fe is, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. I want to talk to you for a few minutes, not only about the, the civil unrest and protests and demonstrations that you see in Portland, Oregon, but I really want to unpack and explain something very, very disturbing that happened last night from Democratic Governor Kate Brown of Oregon. We can't reduce all of our problems to Trump and Trumpism or even the Republican Party. Sometimes Democrats are not only in the way, but they are actually the enemy of the progress we're trying to make. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. There is an incredibly disturbing trend that we're seeing happen all over the country, and it's primarily been Republicans in statewide power interfering with not only democratically elected district attorneys, but district attorneys who are Democrats. We have seen this in Massachusetts, where there's been interference into the work and responsibilities of Boston's district attorney, Rachel Rollins. We've seen it in St. Louis uh, with their district attorney, Kim Gardner, who is now having her work interfered with by the governor there, the attorney general there. We've seen it in uh, Orlando with the outgoing district attorney, Aramis Ayala, and we're seeing it all over the country. But now we're seeing something that's a bit of a pivot that, frankly, I just didn't expect. We've seen Republicans try to stop the work and responsibilities of Democratic district attorneys. But now we're seeing something in Oregon that, frankly, I just didn't see coming. Their governor there, Kate Brown, a Democrat, who was uh, uh, reelected to the office in 2018, And in a state that is generally thought by outsiders to be liberal, but Oregon is, you'd have to study Oregon to know some of its history. And I won't even, won't even take a deep dive there, but Oregon is a very unique place, particularly when it comes to white supremacy and, and, and its origins of a state. If you weren't aware when Oregon was initially founded, it was literally founded as a state for white people, by white people, and literally banned and excluded black people from even entering the state. (laughs) Go just Google uh, Oregon uh, founded white supremacy. Just those words and you'll see, or just go to Oregon's Wikipedia page or anything else and you'll see the history there. I'm not saying Kate Brown is a prop of white supremacy, but the state has a very, very complex history. And they have a new district attorney in Portland, Mike Schmidt, 
and I know when I say that name, some old baseball heads will. <laughs> there's a legendary baseball player, Mike Schmidt, but uh, the new district attorney of Portland is uh, my friend. We worked and campaigned for him in Portland. Uh, a young man, Mike Schmidt, who just took office earlier this year, and he's also a Democrat. And Mike vowed to bring a lot of deep systemic change to that office. He's only literally been there for, I think, less than two months in office now. And he actually was not even supposed to take his full term until later this year. But after he won, the outgoing district attorney basically just quit and gave an enormous mess over to Mike who didn't even have the time he expected to have to make the transition. So he's, he's there. And, um, I know Mike, I trust him. He's got great character and integrity. And one of the things that he vowed to do in Portland, which was not only a a demand, but something that is the right thing to do. Protesters said, listen, they are protesters for police violence and, and systemic inequality. They're in Portland. Um, who've been protesting for 100 days, said, listen, we're hoping that he will drop all of the charges and arrest against protesters and demonstrators in Portland. And really, Mike's compromise there was to say, I can't drop every charge against every protester and demonstrator, but here's what I will drop. I'll drop Every charge, I will basically refuse to prosecute people for peaceful, nonviolent demonstrations. People who are just out protesting and demonstrating, we're not going to prosecute those people. And the truth is, that's a waste of his time as district attorney when you're dealing, like in that office, not only because of the protests and demonstrations, but when you are when you're running that office, there are more serious cases and crimes and issues for you to address than prosecuting hundreds and hundreds of people who were simply brutalized and arrested by police because they were out protesting. So he said, listen, I'm not going to I'm not going to charge these people. I'm not going to pursue the charges. We're not going to pursue cases in essence. So please quit bringing them here. It's a waste of our precious time, energy, and resources. And we're proud of Mike for making that decision. He has said, if a protester or demonstrator or, or, or provocateur even causes a physical injury uh, or, or does something that's physically destructive, be it burning a building down or something to that effect, listen, I'm not going to drop those charges. And here's why I'm not going to drop those charges. Even if they were done, even if these things were done in the name of protesting police violence, if you if you destroy property or cause physical harm to somebody, I'm going to pursue those cases. And I understand that perspective. For those of us who want all of those charges dropped, I understand the argument there. But as district attorney, he doesn't have the luxury of not pursuing um, uh, charges for a violent crime. But because he refuses still under great pressure from the president, from conservatives, because he refuses to prosecute 
the peaceful, nonviolent protesters and demonstrators, it's caused a crazy uproar. And just like we've seen in St. Louis and Florida and in Boston with Rachel Rollins, the district attorney there, the governor of Oregon, Kate Brown, is doing something I never expected would happen, in part because she and Mike Schmidt are from the same party. The governor of Oregon has decided that she is going to have her state police deputized by the U.S. Marshal Service and given federal power. She's, let me be clear, the governor of Oregon is now working with the Trump administration to have her state police go into Portland and be given federal power as acting U.S. Marshals. Her state police are not U.S. Marshals, but she is allowing them to be deputized and be given the power of U.S. Marshals so that they can go in and arrest all protesters and demonstrators and charge them with federal crimes. It's shameful. It's disgusting. At the point in which the mayor and city council and district attorney of Portland have all decided that they're going to go about this in one way, at the point in which Democratic Governor Kate Brown says, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and work with the Trump administration here and deputize state police so that they can go in and charge protesters and demonstrators with federal crimes. Ah, it, it, you know, you know, there's a verse, you know, from Marvin Gaye where he says, makes me want to holler and throw up both my hands. That's, that's where I am right now. It's like, oh, this is how Democrats are going to run this. <laughs> like in a state that is very much managed by Democrats from the top down, the governor is basically doing what we expect Republicans to do. But she's a Democrat. And it's like sometimes Democrats, it's not only it's it's a. It's a cop-out to say that Democrats get in their own way. It's like, I have to remind myself that Democrats literally helped devise and scheme and build the systems and structures of mass incarceration. So it should come as no surprise that a Democratic governor like Kate Brown is now going out of her way to do the very thing that the a democratically elected district attorney of Portland has openly said he voters voted him into office with a mandate. He won in a landslide at the point in which the local district attorney says, no, I'm just not going to pursue charges against peaceful, nonviolent demonstrators. I'm not going to do it. That needs to be the end of it. And we got this outside interference from Republicans in Missouri and Florida and Massachusetts, but now we're getting it from a Democrat in Oregon. It's disturbing. 
it's problematic, which takes me to our action step for today. Today, I need us to go back to our roots and I need you to make a phone call for me, okay? I need you to call the office of Governor Kate Brown in Oregon and let her know that you are disappointed and disgusted that she is effectively working with the Trump administration to deputize her state police as United States Marshals to stop peaceful protesters and demonstrators in Portland as they're standing against police brutality. I need you to call the number 503-378-4582. Again, call the number 503-378-4582 and let Kate Brown's office know that it's wrong for her to be working with the Trump administration, for her to have the United States Marshal Service deputize her state police and begin charging protesters and demonstrators with federal crimes. It's wrong. It's disgusting. It's an overreach. Portland has democratically elected leaders, and she is literally overreaching and abusing her power to stop peaceful demonstrators and protesters. Because here's the thing. The district attorney of Portland, Mike Schmidt, has already said, listen, if there are people who are violent or who commit violent crimes, we're going to charge those people. But that she is deputizing her state police to act as U.S. Marshals and charge people with federal crimes, it's wrong. Call her office now at area code 503-378-4582. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hi, I'm Nikki Rojas. I'm the senior writer for The North Star and co-host of its newest podcast, America the Voiceless. As part of its Woman Crush Wednesday series, The North Star highlights strong women of color every week who are using their voices to help their communities. This week, The North Star's Woman Crush Wednesday is youth activist Anya Dillard. Anya is a 17-year-old activist who has been giving back to her community since she was five years old. In June, Anya and a group of students from West Orange, New Jersey, organized a Black Lives Matter protest following the death of George Floyd, who was killed in police custody in May. Continuing her activism, she's also the founder of The Next Gen Come Up, an online magazine that spreads awareness about social and political issues that are affecting the younger generation. To learn more about Anya and why we're crushing on her and her work, head on over to at the North Star Media on Instagram to read more about her. Hey, what's up? I'm Micah, the social media manager at the North Star. So if you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, thank you. It means a lot to us. All of the tweets, pictures, and article posts are usually done by me with the assistance of our creative director and editorial team. 
I take care of the North Star, the Breakdown, Marriage to the Movement, and other accounts that will be kicking off soon. Anything that is released on the site, the Instagram live broadcast that Sean and Ray do from Marriage to the Movement, and the Breakdowns videos are examples of what I do, and I try to get them posted for you all to see as soon as possible. It's extremely important that we not only tell the stories that need to be told, but that we have maximum reach, and that's where social media comes in. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details.